Welcome to the jungle. Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. Welcome back to another episode of Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, as previously mentioned, Taft Ayers, and we want to welcome in our Circle Unbroken audience because we know that we find you in all different places. We know, we've been told, that there are people that love to listen to us when they are, you ready for this, folks? Mowing the yard. They put on those nice, you know, super bougie, fancy earbuds, and they, they put them in and they mow, and I hope you got the lines going straight, and you listen to Circle and Broken. We also have people out there who have told us before, I listen to you with my kids in the car. Man, I hit it at 4 o'clock. I listen to it. We try to check out what you guys are doing, and we're grateful for you. We hope that you got snacks today, and we're thankful to have you as a part of our family. And then we have people that wind up finding this on the random search and seek. What they'll do is they'll either hit the button in the car and they'll be looking uh, for some type of inspiration, or maybe they don't even know they're looking for us. They'll find something else and bump into us. Or there's the people that say, hey, I'm typing in a certain subject. I'm looking for a certain subject. And so however you found us today, we're glad that you found us. One thing that you'll know about Circle Unbroken is the fact that we touch on faith, business, and family. And we like to touch on those, and some people will say, what kind of podcast are you? What kind of show are you? Are you a show that bases itself on faith? Do you look at the business world? Do you look at community and family? And the answer to that is A, yes, and B, whatever you want. We like to look at the concept of Circle Unbroken and say that these things all make for a great community, healthy families, and good businesses. And so as a part of this series, you're going to have several different episodes and shows that we're going to be running from time to time. Some will be recycled. Some you'll hear at different points. But we are doing a special series with Farm Bureau Insurance of Tennessee, our friends here that are located. We've got the headquarters in Columbia. It's a neat thing for us to see. Everybody in town knows about Tom J. Hitch, about driving there, and it almost drives right into the Holy Land. No, I'm kidding. Right into headquarters and it looks great over there it's a neat thing for us to know and to see and so today we have two individuals here with us and i'm going to welcome them in i know them both i know their families i know their backgrounds but here's the real truth i don't know everything about what they do with farm bureau so i can't wait to jump into this today first of all i'd like to welcome in Andy Steven, Regional Manager. Welcome, sir. Hey, thank you, Taft. Looking forward to it today. We're going to have fun. I promise you that. No doubt. Uh, we've got some notes here that I promise you we'll be faithful to, but we'll also have good conversation. And we'll talk a little bit more about maybe some new news for you. We'll timestamp it. We'll talk about what you're doing now and then, God willing, what you might be doing in the future. Exciting times ahead, for sure. There's a tease for everybody right there. And then also, we're going to welcome in Chris Harvey, the AVP of training. And I want you to tell us what AVP means, Chris. AVP just means assistant vice president. You like the way he said that? 
assistant to the vice president. That's <laughs> <laughs> he shrewded it. All right, so that that's great. I love that title there. I know a little bit about what both of you do. I I've looked at it. I've seen it. I've been able to come to headquarters and see some changes. I've also been able to go behind what I call behind the curtain and see some neat things with how you train, how you recruit. It's a real tangible effort that's going on there. And I say tangible effort because a lot of organizations, they have their core values, they have their mission statements, the things that they say they believe and that are good to post. But I like coming to headquarters for me because I feel like a little kid on a field trip. I go in, I look around, I see how things are done, I see how things are made, and I'm also able to see, okay, this is your role and how you execute. And this is what happens when you come to town. And these are all the different positions here. And so I'm going to get into what you guys do and how you do it. But the first thing I want to do, it's like fishing, okay? This is like we're just baiting the hook here, getting ready. When somebody tells me, you know what, I know a little bit about Farm Bureau Insurance, what what would working there be like? And what would somebody tell me if they were stuck with me in an elevator? You know, what would that 30-second pitch be to me about it? So, Andy, I'm going to come to you first. What do you tell somebody who might be interested at – you ready? I'm going to use air quotes here uh, – at the possibility of working with you all? Yeah, you know, so working with Farm Bureau is outstanding. I mean, we talk about faith, family, and work, and we believe that in that order. And, uh, you know, coming to Farm Bureau, it is a career. So that's the main thing that when I talk with individuals, I'm like, hey, are you ready to get into this for the rest of your life? Like, we're not doing this just for a J-O-B. You know, we're not doing this for a couple years to look to the next best thing. So it's real important because you don't want to get in it and then waste that opportunity and look back years from now and think, man, I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have taken that more serious, or I would have given it more effort. And so uh, I think that's absolutely crucial when we talk about uh, talk with people about joining Farm Bureau. And uh, if we do, the values of, of faith, family, and work are just so important, and we see it uh, just you know every day in uh, in what we do. So it's my understanding that within the organization there's always been a commitment to and and i know fellas and i know women who have been a part of the organization and they've they've moved up or they've moved over Mm -hmm. so to speak uh doing one job and then going to a next and there's a family value that can be cultivated there and then there's also the idea of a family you can say somebody can grow up in this but then also when you start to look at the higher levels what you can see is a family is also supposed to be welcoming it's supposed to say, hey, you, you can make it. You can advance. This is a ladder where we cheer for you to advance with Farm Bureau Insurance. But then also a family is supposed to be when you deal with vendors, when you deal with on one episode, we talked about the partnerships with people on the outside, giving that good pride in who we are and how we deal with people. So, Andy, in your role, when you're looking for somebody, you've got to also do this. Protect the family. What I mean by that is, oh, so-and-so wouldn't be a good fit. Or, or they, the same way we evaluate risk. That was fun, right? right. The same way that, that we look at it and how we handle it. And so when you're looking for somebody that might be a new agent candidate, there might be somebody driving or listening right now that thinks, I love Farm Bureau. I mean, and I'm really excited and maybe interested in the insurance portion of this and how it works. What would you say, this is what I look for with a new candidate? And then how do you, let's be real here, 
how do you screen those people that might be interested? Yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, high character is very important. Um, Got to have high character to, to work for organization. Um, intelligence, uh, you know, obviously got to have a, a great intelligence to, to do this job. For sure, work ethic is very important. Um, you know, you got to have somebody who's going to get in there. This job's not easy. And, you know, I'm a regional manager over Middle Tennessee, kind of suburban, uh, urban areas. And, you know, in this in this job, you hear a lot of no's. And so you got to have somebody that's got an incredible work ethic, um, you know, and determination. Uh, I love I love to ask people about challenges in their life because, you know, somebody that I'm always looking to, to hire, I want to know they've overcome uh, a lot of challenges in life. They've got to have that grit. Got to have that grit because at the end of the day, you're going to get the job done. And so that's very, very important for the folks that, that we're looking for. Well, they're, they're your brand. They, they are with, Absolutely. with where they go, with what they do. And so looking at the character piece, what you can do is you can say, okay, I'm trying to figure out, not, not in a judgmental fashion, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, okay, do you match? Do you, do you want to get after it? Do you want to work with us? Do you want to be a part of this team? We are not selling you something on the front end telling you this is going to be easy. We're not telling you that it's something that's just going to be a pushover, cush job, but here's what we're telling you. It's going to be worth it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you work hard. You got, you know, good uh, good, good work ethic and then uh, just the intelligence piece. You, yeah, you'll make it. We can teach you to do the rest. Right. That's for sure. So Right. Get somebody that knows people loves people cares about people. that's right yeah yeah you got to show a caring spirit that's what right. i always say if you if you've got a caring spirit if you care about people you want to help them you'll do well in this job as long as you can educate them you bring that enthusiasm you'll do really well in this job i, I shared this on a previous episode one of my things that i like to speak about when i go to a different organization is i talk about people versus interruptions where treating people like they matter not treating people like oh you just interrupted me or interrupted my day and there's some businesses we go to and we feel that way. You walk in and they're it's like, hey, I want to spend my money here. Why are you so upset right. that I'm present? When I go to my local agent's office, I mean, I will. my wife, I do whatever she says. Are you listening? Uh, <laughs> but I will go I will go right in when she says, go, go see Farm Bureau. I need you to take care of such and such. Go do it. Every time I go in, I don't have an appointment. I'll walk in and say, hey, sorry. I'll, I'll do the apologetic thing. Hey, I'm here. And they're like, come on. Like It's always... The, the way I'm treated is welcoming. It's warm. I mean, it's good. Yeah, and so absolutely. you want that in your people. Yeah, you've got to exceed expectations. I mean, you got to blow them away with service. And right. uh, let's face it, you can get insurance online. You can get insurance on every street corner. And 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 what what we feel is our folks are different. And uh, you have to blow them away with service. And I think that's what we do. I feel very confident in that all across the state. So, well, we talk about getting them in you talk about looking at their character looking at qualifications not like we said not selling them a bill of goods but saying hey we'd like for you to come in so let's kick it over to a training piece i'm gonna welcome back in chris harvey and when we talk about training chris training is something that we're going to discuss today you want people to be equipped you want them to be prepared and i think for you to do this in your role sometimes you have to evaluate okay this is what we're teaching this is how we're training but let me press the rewind button you have to remember your why you know why you're doing it how you're training them what you're doing and so forth so chris i want you to tell me this how did you get introduced to farm bureau to start your way on this ladder and this path well uh, i would say i got introduced to farm bureau as a client you know it goes way back to i mean i remember um, my family went through some tragic things when i was growing up and i remember farm bureau coming alongside that 
in a few situations. I also remember getting my, my driver's license at 16 and going in to talk to my local Farm Bureau agent. I remember buying my first house and, and you know, going in there to see my agent. I didn't think twice of who I was going to call. I knew I was calling the folks at Farm Bureau. So I was just introduced at an early age. You know, I didn't have a um, like a family connection or anything at Farm Bureau, but Farm Bureau always has felt like a family atmosphere, you know, and there's nothing more I wanted to be in life than like a good husband and a good father to my kids. And uh, Farm Bureau has kind of allowed me to do that um, with this career um, in a way that I has exceeded my expectations, you know, because I was an agent, started in 2013 as an agent in Clarksville. And just uh, March of last year, my family and I made the move to Columbia um, when I accepted this role in our training department. So my role is is mainly focused on training our new agents that Andy hires. Andy hires and 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 screens and and picks out really good character and folks. And then what we do, man, we just we just love on them. They come to Columbia and, and we love on our new agents, and I think that makes a big difference. They get to feel and experience what's taking place here. So so with all ninety five counties, uh, a new agent will come in. They'll go to a, a school or training here. They'll get to experience life in Columbia. They'll get to experience life on the hill, you know, going over there and, and seeing what's happening at headquarters and all this. And they also probably get to see a lot of pictures, presentations of here's who Farm Bureau is. These are the shoulders that we stand on for the past and all the people that have laid the path here. And there's a lot of people, Andy, who have done that. And you specifically are a part of what we call a Farm Bureau family. Okay, and so not to put you on a hot seat here, yeah. but let's ask you, man, what was it like growing up, culturally speaking, uh, in a family that was connected directly to Farm Bureau? Yeah, so you're probably referring to my father. He uh, he 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 was the first employee of the life insurance company, and um, you know, as a kid, you know, you, you know that what he does, but you don't really realize kind of maybe the impact he's made, uh, you know, in the state and, and for the company. But uh, you just kind of you get to do a lot of cool things uh, as a kid and. And Taft, I can tell you, I didn't grow up um, wanting to be uh, a Farm Bureau insurance agent. <laughs> sure. You know, I didn't. Have, that, that was not my dream. I uh, wanted to to be in sales when I graduated from college and interviewed with several different companies. But you know, I kind of kept coming back to my experiences as a as a child and as a young adult, and just realized like how amazing our company is i mean the people that are in our organization it really was truly a family especially in those younger years um there was some some agents across the state that i mean i really kind of thought they were family and um it was just the 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 vacations we went on with uh with them it was it was fantastic it was all kind of corporate and company events but um but it was just really neat and so um you know kind of as i have progressed in the company you know you, you obviously know that your dad did work for the company but kind of wanted to stand on my own two feet but i always knew that i needed to to kind of set myself apart and uh from from that and stand on my own two feet but it's it was really neat it's been it's been fantastic and then for my children to to be a part of it too they've i kind of i had a had a meeting several years ago with my region and, and i talked about the experience of being a growing up as a farm bureau kid and how special that is and, and what their kids are getting to enjoy so it's uh it, it's a it's a it's an unbelievable organization that speaks no doubt to culture because how many people are listening right now and whatever job or capacity you have however you serve in life whatever you know takes care of your children and your family some people right there are thinking man i hope 
that my child will grow up in this. And then others are thinking, there is no way that I'm going to let them do this. Yep. And so to speak to that as far as a culture thing for you, wasn't your plan, wasn't your intention, nope. right? At a yep. young age, they didn't yep. put a hat on you and say, you'll do this yep. one day. Son. That's right. But you saw it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's the thing, too. You, you could go anywhere in the state. Um, and if you had a flat tire or if you needed a place to stay for the night, you could go to any county in this state and call the Farm Bureau agent, and they're going to take care of you. Right. I mean, you know you know that. And we've got we've got uh, agents today that their kids are in colleges all over the state. And uh, I live in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and, you know, I got phone calls from agents that, hey, my, my, my son or daughter is going to MTSU. If they ever need anything, can we call you? And I said, absolutely. Absolutely, right. you call. They can call me anytime, and that's just the way it, the way it is all across the state. So I made, I, made a, I made a Murfreesboro reference one time doing some business there, and a guy told me he said, "You, I won't say who he was because you need to call Andy." And I said, "For real?" He goes, "Yeah, he's like the mayor over there." Ah, <laughs> so give me too much credit. It was one of those connections. <laughs> I said, "Will he take me to Slick Pig?" Oh, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Every time, uh, every time my parents come into town, they definitely stop at Slick Pig. So yeah, <laughs> we're, a, we're just shouting out all the local places here, right? <laughs> that's right. That you can go and you can discuss Farm Bureau Insurance in Tennessee. Chris, I'm going to ask you this: in your role and your position here now. It's one thing for a man to decide, okay, this is where I am in my life, this is where I am in my career, and to go home, and for a man or woman to go home and to tell their significant other, hey, we're going to move. We're going to make this move. We're going to make this you know, great impact, this big deal in our family narrative to move, to make that call and to move here. Walk us through that decision, man. Well, that was big for me and Kelsey, my wife. Uh, we both grew up in the same, uh, went to the same uh, high school. We graduated together. Actually, went kindergarten through twelfth grade. Shout together. out to Montgomery County, right? That's right, mm-hmm. Montgomery okay. Central. And um, you know, we actually, uh, I think, we dated in third grade. We went to eighth grade prom together. There's some <laughs> pictures of us at eighth grade prom together. She's about an inch taller than I am, and still doesn't let me live that one down. But. Uh, but no, all our family is there. Um, the good news is, you know, we had a ball game the other night, and I was uh, at Columbia American, which has been a great little league for us. We love that that place. And uh, three of, of Brooks's grandparents were at the game the other night. So it's still close enough that that can happen on occasion, but it's far enough away that in a kind of a weird way, it's kind of brought the four of us, me, my wife, and two kids, a little closer together because here we are a new community and having to figure out everything from like a new dentist, a new doctor, a chiropractor, pediatrician, a kid's dentist, um, church. That's big, you know, and, and luckily, man, I, I get the church lottery. Right. So week two here, we, we found a church we really, really love. Um, it's just been a big blessing to us as well. But yeah, when I went home and um, it's taken a lot of faith, I would say, and it's to move at, at this stage in my career. Um, with my kids, the age they are, and my wife being so connected and working and managing a spa, but um, it just it just take it takes a lot of faith, and a faith to believe that that this year is better than last, and the next year is going to be even better than this year too. Sure. So, well, I think this connects. Before we go to break here, I think there's a connection that we see from where Andy, when you say you can go anywhere in the state and find Farm Bureau family. Chris, you're, you're able to attest to that. Hey, not only can you go anywhere in the state, you can also move to where we're located, headquarters, and get that sense 
a family here together. I love being able to see Farm Bureau agents at the ball field, at church, at concerts, at restaurants in town. And when we come back after the break, I want to talk about what you all do as far as developing that talent, saying we believe that you're talent. We believe that you are a great investment to this company, which helps us turn around and invest in the community. And I'm excited to ask you guys this because I know they chose both of you to be here on this show because you're passionate about talking about your agents and development there. So we'll be back on Circle Unbroken. Stick with us. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Are you growing where you're planted? When you look around your life today, are you finding yourself in a situation where you say, how did I get here? And what am I going to do next? We want to encourage our Circle Unbroken audience to really evaluate and think about this. You see, we're people that talk all the time about purpose. We talk a lot about direction and where we're going to go and how we're going to get there. And today, we just want you to take a minute, no matter what you're doing, to stop and think about, okay, here's where I am. If I'm going to stay, am I going to make it better? We believe that this is good life advice. We believe this is something that makes our faith community better. It sure makes business better. And it also makes our communities better when we look around and we say, hey, I'm here. I'm not here just to complain. You know what? I might have a complaint that somebody needs to hear, but man, I'm not here just to complain. I'm here to make it better. And today on Circle Unbroken, we've got two guys that are joining us today that I believe are making it better where they are. I'd like to welcome in Andy Stephen, Regional Manager of Tennessee Farm Bureau. Welcome back. Hey, thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll talk in just a second. I want to get this in here about a title transition for you, something that's coming up. But also we have Chris Harvey, AVP of Training. Howdy. Welcome Howdy. back. My Thank man, you, you like that title, don't you? AVP. <laughs> he said, stop saying that. All right, so we've got the AVP of training, Chris Harvey, and we've got Andy Steven, regional manager. But as we're recording this today, here we are at the end of October. Uh, this is going to air coming up in November. But then if somebody finds this coming up in January or the first of the year, you're going to have a title change. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, looking forward to it. January 1st. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, we'll be uh, working out of the corporate office in Columbia as the chief administrative officer of the company. So yeah, it's a big change. Uh, it's going to be challenging, but really looking forward to it. Uh, Taft, you know, just want to bring a positive impact and just do anything I can to help where I can help. Will this mean a family move for you, or will you stay put? Yeah, you know, uh, my daughter, she's a senior, uh, finishing up her senior year here at Middle Tennessee Christian School in Murfreesboro. So so the plans are for now to kind of see that through and then, uh, you know, kind of look look down the road for the future. You may see me in Columbia at some point. Right. He said, Dad, don't ask me those yeah, questions. Yeah, put me on the hot <laughs> seat. He's like, that, was, seat. that was hard, and we can we can edit that however we need to, <laughs> where the, maybe the daughter doesn't hear it yet, maybe your wife talks <laughs> yeah, about it a little bit later. Whatever works, man. Well. We teased this before the break, and we said that when we came back, we wanted to talk specifically about how you develop talent within the company. It's a big deal, I believe. We're all on microphones right now, but I don't think people that are just on a microphone should be the only people ever referred to as talent. I've heard that before at different radio stations. Well, the talent, they feel such and such, and they would refer to people that way with the people that were on microphones. And I would think, our engineers are talented. Our salespeople are talented like you're paying people money because they are talented and so i like to think about hiring talent 
within your company, especially when it comes to your agents. When you do this, how do you hire talent, improve that talent, and invest in it to make them feel this way? Either one of you can take this question, how that takes place. Yeah, I mean, I can speak to that. As far as we're hiring great talent, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the neat thing about our organization, um, especially from my, my chair right now, from my seat, I can see it that every single person in our organization wants to see that person succeed. Mm-hmm. Every single person. So from my, my perspective as when I'm con- contracting with an agent, they go into an agency, every single agent and staff member in that agency wants them to be successful. And, and the same thing goes from the corporate standpoint, all the training, every single department that they spend time with, we have an investment in that person. And, and, and our main goal is just to see them succeed. And, and that's it. And so it's uh, it's pretty special. the The safety net that we have within our organization is just fantastic. So we put all our all our effort into that, and um, and it's worked well f- for us throughout our company's history. And the retention has been really well too. Absolutely, know, from our agent standpoint, the ones that start with us, a lot of them stay. And you yeah, can, like, yeah, high standards there. I mean, you know, from a retention standpoint, we're probably in the high eighties. Okay, uh, in the industry standard, you'd say around thirty percent of the folks stick in the in the industry. Um, but with our company, it's around 80%. Well, and this is something that other places love to boast, meaning if a school has a certain graduation rate, uh, if somebody talks about where someone goes on to go to this role, go to this place, that's considered a success in, in different elements in different ways. For you all, to say family and to say we back up family by saying that people that come here and that people that invest here, they will also feel invested in, and that we want to retain you and we want to keep you here. Chris, when it comes to the training piece of this, sometimes people hear training and they think about the beginning. They think about, you know, when we're kids, you have training wheels. Uh, When I talk about training physically, if I'm going to go somewhere and train, it's the start of a physical journey. But Chris, it's, it's a real investment when you do this. You are investing into somebody's life, and that requires a passion from leaders like you. Let's talk about what goes into that. Well, I think Andy and his team, all the regional managers, do a really good job of selecting the right fit. You know, our interview process is not quick. Um, I think my interview process was actually two years long. So it's really, really important that we get the right fit because the truth is being an agent with Farm Bureau Insurance isn't for everybody. Andy said it earlier, it is hard work. I mean, it takes some dedication. It is kind of your form of your own business. The more you put it in the beginning, the better it's going to be. You know, so um, from a training perspective, you know, one thing we haven't talked about yet, but like we uh, when we hire our new agents around a month in, they come to Columbia for a whole entire week. They actually come in on a Sunday and on Sunday night we do our uh, we, we take them downtown to Southern Trey um, for a nice steak dinner on Sunday night. And then we bring them to our home office and give like a Farm Bureau orientation on Sunday night. And that kind of sets sets the stage for the week. That way, when Monday morning comes, we're down to business. There's a lot to learn in the insurance industry, a lot of insurance lingo. Um, but if we have the right character and the right fit, Andy said this earlier, you can learn the insurance side. So that's kind of where, where our training team comes in. And, you know, we, along with the regional managers, the agency managers, we are all pulling for as much success as possible you know one thing when i got hired i remember having a conversation with mr panel who was a chief marketing officer at the time but he talks about a culture of winning 
and we have an expectation for our agents to win. And we have little contests and stuff. I mean, being a Farm Bureau agent is more than sales, but sales is a part of that role. Um, but we do have this whole culture of winning that goes along with uh, being an agent. Um, and that has to be developed over time. But um, it's exciting, for sure. Yeah, Taft, I mean, you know, some, just also speak to that. You know, we we do our due diligence um, on the front end when we're meeting with candidates. And, and hey, we leave it all out there. Like, we, we don't – we got nothing to hide, right? So we sure. – they know what they're getting into. We know what we're getting into. So that's what – to speak to Chris's point about this is not a something that happens fast. I mean, it can be a kind of a slower process. But the last thing, you know, in my role as a regional manager is to pull somebody from a from a great job. And then move them to our company and think that they may succeed, but if they fail, you know that's uh, that's tough. It's tough on everybody, and so definitely want to see them succeed, and that's that's the main goal. Well, and you got somebody who's joining a family, and I don't want you to be here temporarily. The goal is for you to come and stay and grow with us together, right? Yeah, that's right. It's the last stop, right? I mean, that's it. I see on Facebook, I will see a post and it will be, it will be from Farm Bureau and it will talk about this new agent is here and they'll all be pointing at the map to a different county. Mm-hmm. And so, Chris, am I right that those people, when I'm, when I'm seeing them, they're doing that, they are a part of the training. They've, That's correct. They're actually in. in for one of those schools I was talking about. They've gotten their stake. They're, they've gotten yeah, their, and, and, and what they're doing there, they're actually meeting with the president of the Farm Bureau organization, Mr. Eric Mayberry. Okay. So that's one unique thing about our company is is uh, usually it's about a three-week um, three week training program. It'll be one week of life insurance, one week of uh, personal lines, PNC insurance, then another week of, of more sales and commercial, but three full weeks down here in Columbia. But during that time – they will meet, um, you know, Mr. Mayberry, the president of the Farm Bureau, Mr. Panel, uh, Mr. Pulley, uh, Julie Bowling. She also comes in. They get to meet every vice president we have, you know, VP of auto, VP of commercial, VP of property, VP of customer service. You know, like they get to meet basically everybody on leadership and have those conversations you know, with the class, open conversations. Uh, and that's really a special thing that we do um, when we bring them in for training. So that, that's actually what you're seeing when you see that picture. I've always thought, I thought it was neat from an outsider's perspective to see that and think, okay, this is where they're going to serve. So you see a person pointing to the county on the map. Uh, they're there. They, they look the part in the sense of, hey, nobody rolls out of bed and goes to talk to somebody about big decisions. You, you're prepared. You're, you're nice looking. You're presented. You're ready to go. They're there. They're being trained. And I've got to think those people at some point had a conversation. They had a conversation in recruitment. They had a conversation when they were screened, whatever that looks like. And somebody had to have a convo where they said this, I'm interested in becoming an agent, but I'm not sure where I fit in or where that I should join. What would you say to somebody if they said that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, as far as you, you look at their talents, you mm-hmm. look at kind of their, maybe their background. Uh, is it more rural or is it more uh, urban? Um, and, and you just kind of put all the pieces together. And that's the thing as far as, as in my role is I, I may have a tremendous candidate, mm-hmm. but they may not be a good fit for this particular area. And so we want to set them up to be successful no matter what. So that may mean waiting six months or a year to another opportunity opens up. It may be plugging in somewhere immediately here. And so it just – that's the thing with our organization. You, you really may have a perfect candidate, 
but you need to find that find that fit um and that i think that's that is vital for success that that's one of my favorite things to do is i get to travel a good bit in the state of tennessee and i'll see a farm bureau i always call it a storefront but i'll, I'll see an office or i'll see it in a different place and i'll see it in different areas uh, i've said before that you love tennessee parentheses all of it and so there are different areas there's places i go for a basketball tournament there's places that I go for a speaking engagement. There's places that I go for a church visit. And all of these different places, whether or not they're rural or urban, they're all different areas. They're all different lands that make up Tennessee that celebrate our diversity, what, what makes us. And I love to call some of my buddies from Farm Bureau and I go, hey, I'm over here on such and such street. Who's in this office? Tell me about it. And it's never a form answer. It's okay. Let me tell you about this one. Let me tell you about volumes and units and people and, and what's going on in that spot. So you've got to find the right place. Yeah, absolutely. Even even in like a Rutherford County, for example, or Davidson County, we, we have eight offices in both of those counties. So, you know, you may have one right in the heart of Germantown, Tennessee. You may have one on the outskirts in Antioch or, or um, Bellevue, things like that. So e- each office and each situation is a little different. Uh, great opportunities in all of them, but uh, that fit, finding that fit for that particular office is, is, is important. So That's a big deal, and you've got to think about it when you're recruiting, when, when you're talking to them, when you're training, when you're looking at all of these different pieces by saying, hey, this is our procedure, this is our culture, this is our DNA, and then this is how you fit that. This is how you become all things in the areas that you need to become. Let me ask you this. What would you say sets you apart when, when you're describing Farm Bureau insurance, when you're describing it with people as far as partnerships, uh, what you're doing together? We've talked to people in other places in your organization who have talked about the executive level of those partnerships. But, but tell me how you would describe this on an agent level with what sets you apart. Yeah, from my viewpoint, I mean, of course, I've been an agent, agent in Davidson County for for eight years, a agency manager in Rutherford County for ten years, and so, you know, I think what sets us apart is is when you when you do business with Farm Bureau Insurance of Tennessee, you are you are doing business with local people, right? Um, everybody loves to to do business with local, and you want to support local, and every single community across our state. If you do business with Farm Bureau Insurance Tennessee, you're doing business with local people that care about that community, that that have fundraisers, that support the local high schools, that really pour their heart and soul into everything they've got in that community. And uh, I think that's what sets us apart. It's uh, it, it's pretty special. And uh, you can see the enthusiasm in these small communities, the the way the agents um, are out and about and doing all kinds of different things. And so that's what sets us apart. I like the the muscle that you have going all over the state, right? Like, like where, it, where it reaches, what it does. It's a powerful name, and I mean that in a good way. It's a powerful name that is recognizable. It's easily seen. I, I, I like your logo. I like the, the strength of your logo and also the simplicity to it. But then also, here's what happens. You are able to say, we've got a muscle here with a hometown hustle. This sense of there, right. there's a muscle that is big and powerful, but then there's that individual hometown feel of who's doing what and how they're doing it. And people can get behind those things on, on the home level, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't go to any community across the state and not see Farm Bureau on the support and feel the love that, uh, that everybody in, in, in the whole organization supports. 
We're about to go to another break here on Circle and Broken, and I want to take just a moment to remind everybody, first of all, who we're talking to. We're talking to Chris Harvey, AVP of Training with Tennessee Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're also talking with Andy Stephen, who's currently the regional manager and is going to have another role that we'll talk about again in the next break because we like to keep bringing those things up to remind them, Andy, and get you out of hot water. That's great. But we want people to come back with us because we're going to talk a little bit more about values. We're going to talk about things that take a business relationship and make a better community. And so we're going to jump in that after the break here on Circle Unbroken. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm gonna give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. We're back here on Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers. Joined in today with two special guests from Tennessee Farm Bureau Insurance Company. We're welcoming in Andy Stephen, who currently is the regional manager, and Chris Harvey, who is AVP of training. Now, Andy, we mentioned this on the first, uh, after the first commercial break during our second session, but depending on when our audience finds this, you currently are one of the regional managers and you are going to be shifting into that new role. Tell us that role one more time. Yeah, Chief Administrative Officer down there in, in Columbia. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Uh, it's going to be going to be challenging, but uh, very excited about it and, and uh, just looking forward to the opportunity. Well, congratulations Thank you. Uh, for that. And I'm also really thrilled to think about how that is going to impact uh, the community, the culture, them knowing you uh, from being here, and then also serving here again the same way that you've served so well as you do currently uh, in the Murfreesboro area. Chris, I want to kick over this question to you because we've been talking about the partnerships uh, that you all have. We've been talking about recruiting talent, keeping talent, developing talent. But I think one of the words I used in our first session today was this word. You are providing tools. You're providing tools for different agents so that they can be successful, so that they can be equipped. And tell us a little bit, Chris, how you do that, how you provide those things for them. Well, I believe it all starts very organically because a lot of the training just kind of happens by osmosis. You know, um, 
we don't hire brand new agents and throw them in a brand new office to begin with, like maybe some other insurance companies might do. They're all coming in. They'll have an agency manager that'll be right down the hall from them, and they provide a lot of uh, mentorship and guidance and, and really a lot of training on the job. Um, when our when our agents go to work for us, they're licensed to sell, you know, PNC and life insurance, but they're going to have a really close um, mentor kind of built in in their agency so that that's kind of where it all starts where i kind of come in is a few weeks in when they start coming to these training schools at home office and we start taking a deeper dive into some of the products we offer product knowledge stuff um like i said loving on them you know and and the culture stuff and then processes you know things like that we'll cover in training schools but development really goes deeper than training and that's what really excites me because when they leave the training schools, I mean, there's a lot, we have a conference every year that's big, you know, uh, once a year in July, we have an agents conference. There's mentorship that happens. Um, when we bring these schools in, we're usually at four to six, seven agents at a time. And they kind of build that group naturally. Um, other people across the state, they can lean on when they have questions, when they're, when they're in the valley and need a little pick me up, you know, that kind of happens uh, within those groups, which is super cool. And then we like to travel, you know, our company, we have incentive trips, you know, based on your production and everything. So, you know, I told you earlier, we have kind of have a culture and expectation of winning and, and traveling. And uh, there's a few times a year we'll, we might be at the beach or maybe at Disney or maybe um, at a golf course, you know, but something that was told to me early on was to make those trips a little bit of mix of work and pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Cause you can learn a lot just being around people. If I could spend four hours on a golf course with you, I could learn a lot about you and probably pick up a lot of things if you're a little ahead of me, you know, in your career. So that's important. And I think it's just a culmination of all that stuff, you know, um, leaning into the, the training tools that are sure. out there, but also leaning into the people, you know, I've heard it said before that you don't have to expect everyone. It, this is in life, life 101. You don't have to expect everyone to love their jobs. But it doesn't mean that I have to hide the love for mine. There's a, there's a way that, that you look at this and you say, I'm a part of the Farm Bureau family. And as a Farm Bureau agent here, this is something where they've brought me in. They, they've told me everything up front. They've said, hey, here's the road. I want you to stay on it. I want to develop you and grow you down it. I want you to be a part of our values. I want you to feel invested in. But I also want you, if I can have an agent who loves what they do and is unapologetic about it, not that they don't have problems, not that they don't have a real life, but also if I can be a light in a world that's dark, then this is going to make for, A, a better company, but also I'm going to invest in my community better. And I think that's an important piece for that speaking about community. Yeah, absolutely. Taft. And you know, the one cool thing about uh, our agents and, and, and what they get to do is, is, you know, they're, they're selling a promise, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and when people have a tragic situation happen, whether that be a, a, a house fire, a, a, a car accident, or the death of a loved one, you know, the agents get to step in 
and 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 deliver that promise deliver those checks everybody else has their hand out wanting money we're able to deliver the promise that we gave them that we would take care of their family and and it just is so comforting uh, to know that you can can do that for people and uh, really change your lives and it's really it's it's our responsibility to do that uh, you know every opportunity somebody walks into our offices if we don't ask that question to protect protect them then uh, we're not doing our job. And, uh, you know, the thing I always feared was I never wanted a spouse to walk in my office and say, hey, did you ever ask you know, Johnny about that life insurance? And and um, I also always asked, right? It's my responsibility to do it because I might be the only person in their life to do so. So, I've, In a lot of the different talking that I do with couples that are fixing to get married, um, it's one of my favorite things to do. I love premarital counseling because my wife always says, you're better when you come home mm-hmm. when you're doing premarital counseling with somebody. And I, I want to set them on a path. I want to I talk to them about it. One of the things that I see is that you're a better husband or wife. There's intimacy is better, meaning getting to know somebody and love somebody fully is better when you feel fulfilled day to day. And when you're able to do this. And so with you all, you're able to go out into the community. And I want to ask, I want to peel back the curtain here a little bit. And I want to ask this question. Do you feel like you're better at home? Do you feel like you're better in the community because of your role at Farm Bureau? I'd say so, especially as an agent to, um, you know, and Andy spoke to this, but I mean, you are there <laughs> in life's most exciting times right? and life's most challenging times. You know, a lot of times somebody's having a baby, you know, there might be insurance conversations involved. If you're buying a house, there's insurance conversations involved. You're buying a, a new car, right? There's insurance conversations involved with that, but you're also there in the most challenging times. And it, sometimes it doesn't take long to kind of open your eyes to that. You know, when you have that person, you know, that lost their house or lost a spouse or you name it, you know, um, insurance is one of the first things they think about. So days can kind of be all over the place. You know, some days you're on mountaintops and some days you're in your office crying with a couple, you know, and um, so it does. It's, it's a very emotional. It's an emotional roller coaster. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, it is a skill set to, to get home and kind of put your phone aside and be intentional with being being the best dad I can be. You know, it, it's it is challenging, uh, and it's something you kind of gotta you gotta work on and be intentional about. Because if you don't, then you can kind of get caught up in that. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, life happens, and so you are so invested in your community. The the one thing that I maybe missed the most when I transitioned from an agency manager to a regional manager is the people in my community. I had so many good relationships and and they and the customers are like family. And you interact with them every day and every week you see them at ballparks and at the church and everywhere everywhere you go from the farmers market to just everywhere the Kroger. And um and you you I miss those relationships cuz they were deep and they were real and um that that's uh, so yes, absolutely. You are a better person in the community for those relationships. And I think that promotes good business because one of the things that that we haven't talked about a lot today is because we're we're kind of diving into what makes the person is the fact that you do great business in the sense of our number one product is trust. Like we, we want people 
uh, to trust us. That's the currency of value. That that's what we do here. And so when you've got this approach where you say, I love serving an organization that wants me to be a better husband or wife, that, that demands that I am a good parent, you know, that, that I can do this so that I can serve other people in that way. We, we've got a handful of minutes left in our show today, and I want to do this. I want to take a minute to personalize both of you. I want to get warm here. Let's treat it like we are at a Thanksgiving dinner and we're talking about what's going on with the fam. What do you, first of all, what do you enjoy about raising your kids and your family. I'm going to ask you this, Chris. You touched on it a little bit. You mentioned hitting the church jackpot, right? Like you found you found a good one here. But what do you enjoy specifically about raising your family here in Columbia? Well, Columbia to me feels like small town vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know a lot of people that have lived here a long time feel like Columbia is getting really big. Andy sure. might have a totally different perspective on Columbia today versus when he yeah, grew up here. Yeah, it seems very big uh, today <laughs> to me. But to me, coming from Clarksville, who has, I don't know, 250,000 people to a town like Columbia, it feels very small town to me. So I do love that. I mean, Columbia has most everything that you need when raising a family. Sure. And if we don't have it, you know, Nashville and Franklin's right up the road. So uh, we try to do as much as we can here in Columbia. You know, Clarksville has, I think, four Walmarts and four Publixes and Columbia has one Walmart and I heard there's a Publix coming. Right, right. In theory. I've been, That's what that. I've heard. I've been hearing that for a minute. <laughs> Shout out to Harris Food Land. <laughs> 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 you got those days. With, with, with this, well, we talked earlier, Andy, about us being the same age. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so with your role, with your transition, with, with being here more in the future and growing up here, you've got a respect for how it was growing up, but now coming back as you've grown up, as you've developed, right? You have done this for yourself professionally, but you've also seen the organization do this. You've seen it grow mm-hmm. and it change. So as somebody that grew up here, you, you think about it, I want to ask this question, what was it like just growing up in Columbia, period? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I, I have very fond memories of that. It was, it did seem small town, uh, kind of growing up in Columbia. Uh, you knew everybody, you, you know, when you went to, of course, I used to ride my bike all over uh, Sunnyside. I grew up in Sunnyside, so I'd ride my bike to Giant Foods and, and go uh, and pick up lunch and ride back home. I, uh, you know, I was nine, ten years old, kind of think about that now i'm, I'm surprised uh, billy jean stephen let me do that but uh but she did so yeah it was fantastic you know saturn when it came into town um it kind of it did change things a lot more people moved in and so you didn't know as many people but uh what's what i find interesting now coming back you know 25 30 years later is that the same staples uh you know the the the, the organizations in this community are still here the ones that that uh, have always done it right, have provided good service, and they've all been about community. And, uh, of course, Farm Bureau is there, too, and it's grown. And uh, it's just really neat from my perspective to see um, see the things they, the way they are now. And I love to see it thriving. I mean, it looks like Columbia's thriving uh, around the square and everywhere that I go in town. It is, it's thriving, and I, and I love to see it. Well, and that's what happens. Healthy things grow, and growing things change. And that, that's a spiritual concept, mm-hmm. but it's also a great business concept. And it's something that you look at when you're walking with people. You want to hire people that are healthy. You want them to grow. And as they grow, there's going to be change. 
when somebody comes to Farm Bureau for the first time, I want some insurance. And whatever that might be, what they say is, man, I just want, I've got a family. I want to be healthy. When we're not, I'm going to need some extra help. You know, it, when stuff happens, we're going to need some extra help. But we know that through being a healthy family and a healthy community, we want to grow. And then we want somebody to help us navigate change. And I want to commend both of you for doing this. In your role with training, Chris, when you talk to somebody and you say, hey, I can't wait to watch you grow in this organization. I want to tell you, Chris, thank you, because there are families' lives that you're changing step by step. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. That's for sure. Appreciate the encouragement. Yeah, man. And Andy, as somebody who grew up here and who grew up in this and has such a respect for it to keep it going, to make it better, I want to tell you that that's so commendable because you talk about it with such a light and you talk about it with such respect. And I think that that's a great thing for your organization. Yeah, thank you, Taft. It's, uh, it is special. I'm just uh, very fortunate to be a part of it. It is guys like you that help us with our concept here of Circle Unbroken. This feeling of everything coming together for a complete community. We're thankful that you were here today with us on Circle Unbroken. Until next time. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. You're listening to Front Porch Radio, 1017 WKOM, Columbia.